This is the Shorts by the Broom Wagon Podcast. Josh Shibbet goes to the Highland Trail 550. Let's follow Josh's adventure in one of the most remote races of Europe, probably of the world. There's gonna be stories, there's gonna be interviews, hopefully there's gonna be updates from the race, for sure there's gonna be a lot of adventure. But let's start from the beginning, what Josh is bringing into this race. Listen to his voice and to some other comments. Ciao Stefano. Hey Josh, what's up? How are you? It's, uh, it's almost race time again. Again and again. So, I'm just out on my very last ride. Mike got a bit weird here, but no worries, it's not going to last long. Before I head up to Scotland for the Highland Trail 550, um, which, as you may not know, is a 550-mile mountain bike, bikepacking race around the Scottish Highlands. Um, mountain biking is a loose term. There's a lot of hike bike, a lot of rough trails, and, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of wildness, um, so it's gonna, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful event. For sure it is, but we need a tiny bit of more details on the description of this event. That's why I asked the dot watcher extraordinaire and great explorer, Becky Waters. The Highland Trail is a 550 mile or approximately 880 kilometer route through the Scottish Highlands, but the numbers and statistics about the route tell such a small part of the story of, of the route. The good stuff can't be seen on a map. It really has to be lived and then described. However, I think there are as many descriptions of the Highland Trail as there are race veterans. Individuals often make it back to the start in Tyndrum with very different experiences, but their one shared experience is that of a wild and rough ride and at times a hike through the most remote parts of the UK. At its core, the Highland Trail is one of the hardest races in Europe and the world, rivaling only those like the Silk Road and the trail races in the US. For most people, it's the hardest thing they'll ever do on a bike. The challenge of the route is rewarded for in the, the beauty and the grandeur of the mountains the riders will pass through, but it's not easy. A result here is uh, is hard earned. Thanks a lot, Becky. Carry on, Josh. So this will be my third time, well, starting it. Um, scratch once. Second time, I didn't actually get an official finish time because um, as part of your your finish, you have to submit a a complete GPX track, and my GPS stopped working, so I couldn't do that. Um, so I didn't officially finish. So hopefully, third time lucky. Let's keep fingers crossed here. What's about the sound? It's getting better now. So yeah, I'm just uh, in the woods. I just hear the birds in the background. Lovely sunny day in England. And the weather was looking quite good in Scotland as well, which is nice because the first two times I've done it, it's been horrific rain the whole time. So I just thought I'd tell you a little bit about the bike I'm riding. So as you know, I'm, I'm supported by Mason Cycles. And for this event, I'll be riding the Raw which is their mountain bike, uh, 120 mil suspension, 29 inch wheels, um, long and slack, and it's perfect for these rocky trails when you're kind of loaded up. So the wheels I've got are the new carbon proven wheels by Hunt, the Proven XC. So really wide internal rims, and I've got big tires on there. So usually I, I run Renurse, I'm, I'm sponsored by them. But for this event, um, because Renurse don't really do 
full-on mountain bike tyres. Um, I'm using some different ones. So the ones I've got are Hutchinson ones. Um, I've got a 2.23 inch tie pan on the front, which is kind of a knobbly tire. And on the back, I've got a slightly faster rolling 2.3 Kraken. And these tire, I've been using them all winter, uh, just on my mountain bike. So I'm kind of going with the things I, I trust and know. And I've gone for the, the kind of the, um, the hard shell uh, tire because there's lots of big rocks and there's lots of big drainage gutters. A lot of the tracks we ride on can be hiking trails. The beauty of HT550. So they're, they're well maintained and they put these big granite drains in basically. Um, so you can really smash your wheel if you're tired, especially in the, the latter part of the race. And it's a race where the second half is way harder than the first half. So by the time you get to the rocky stuff, you're, um, you're normally pretty tired. <clears throat> I've also got, to help with that, I've got a, a foam tire insert in my rear wheel. And hopefully that'll give a bit of cushioning for those inevitable times when my body can't quite jump the rocks when it needs to. Um, what else am I running? Just a Shimano XT group set. It's um, fairly generic um, and brakes. My personal opinion, the best group set ever made for a mountain bike. Um, I've actually, I've got a dropper post fitted. Um, there's two reasons for running the dropper post. One is that there's some quite steep techie trails and it's good to sort of lower the post and get your weight um, further back. But secondly, there's so much getting on and off the bike that after a while it gets really tiring trying to get onto a, like a normal, normal height saddle. So having a dropper post means I can drop down and just slide off really easily and I don't have to lift my leg up so high when I'm getting back on. Um, luckily it's not video because I'm there demonstrating in the woods without my bike. Oh, can you show us a TikTok about that? Maybe with a nice song. Does the limbo make it quick? Other little things I've got. So um, coming on from the dropper post, as I said, weather in Scotland is normally pretty bad. Um, and even if it is good conditions, there'll probably be some rain and the trails might be wet and there are river crossings and there can be mud. So I've got a rear mud guard. It's, um, it's just a rapid racer pro guard. It just kind of zip ties on. Um, it's not a massive one, but it, it stops a lot of the dirt flying up. So I'm hoping that it will stop the dirt, A, going onto my backside because no one wants a gritty wet chamois. And also it keeps the dropper base cleaner because when, it, when they get really dirty, they, um, they can seize up a bit. And get stuck which isn't ideal it's actually not and then i've got uh my bags which is quite important so i've got my tailfin r d division bags i'm lucky enough to to get custom bags from tailfin and i've basically got a frame bag and a bar bag so my frame bag is a custom made one so it goes in the most of the triangle but not where the rear bot where the um the bottle on the seat stay sits so i can have a a drinks bottle on there which i'll put energy drinks and stuff in this is better maybe a bit more visually so if you go to dot watcher there is an article called bike of the ht 550 there you can find all bikes and also joshua um and then in the frame bag it's got it's got two halves the top half um, i'm actually carrying a fair bit of food it's quite remote so you need quite a lot of food storage uh, i'll be starting with a lot and i'll have to resupply at some point during the ride so that's in the top half along with layers and my Albion stuff. So I've got some custom Al Albion bits. Um, ha, moving fast into clothing. Like arm warmers, knee warmers. I've got this fancy lightweight jacket, similar to the one you may have seen me wear in the Atlas Mountain Race, but a slight revision of that. Um, so basically it's their lightweight insulated jacket, but it's got like a, a collar, which I can pull up around my neck really easy. So it means when you're climbing in, in colder conditions, um, when you get warm, you can take it off without having to stop and put a buff on. 
And then when you get to the top of the hill, you can just Velcro it up around your neck and it really keeps the heat in. And I find I lose a lot of heat from my neck. Um, so yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. Let's get to know a bit more about this special item. We can ask to that genius designer called Graham Reburn from Albion. Hi, Stefano and Broomwagon listeners. Uh, this is Graham Rayburn, lead designer Albion. Um, just with some insight onto a product um, that we worked on for the Highland Trail 550. One of the things we do at Albion is is to alter and enhance um, our stock products for, for athletes with specific requirements. Um, we try to think of garments like you might do a bike that can be altered and upgraded for particular environments. Uh, so in this case, Josh Hibbert had um, had a request for our ultralight insulated jacket for for the the Highland Trail 550, um, and and actually this started um, a, over a year ago um, when we had we worked on a similar thing for the ultralight jacket for the uh, 2022 Tour Divide for him, with a request to actually put a hood on and a few extra details. So. Having got familiar with the augmentation process on this this product, it was relatively straightforward to to embark on this. Um, so with this round, he he actually requested not a full hood, but but simply a, a large wrap around neck baffle with more insulation in. Um, so this gave the the convenience of of trapping warmth in, really nice and comfy to sleep in, um, and protection on on descents if it's if it's cold, adverse conditions. Um, we also added a, a panel, another panel of insulation um, down the back of the garment. So this again provides more um, thermal performance um, if you're if you're off bike sleeping, um, and also um, thinking about that, the the inner collar has actually got a nice deep fleece um, finish onto it now as well. So again, more comfortable if you're sleeping in it. Finally, we added um, a few, um, a, quite a few more retro reflective stripes um, down the, the the sleeves and back of the garment. Now, probably not relevant for the for the Highland Trail, but um, more relevant for for some on road events coming up later this summer. Um, so, hope everyone enjoys uh, the uh, this fantastic event. It's going to be a great one. Thanks a lot, Graham. I am really sure that it's going to be a great event. Now back to Josh and his bags. And then in the lower half of that bag, I've got my tools. So a couple of inner tubes, tool kit, um, tire plugs, um, all those kind of things, chain links, spare brake pads. Highland Trail is notorious for destroying brake pads, especially when it's wet. So I've packed spares and yeah, all the, all the usual kind of things. Then my front bag, it's a, well, I'm not allowed to tell you what it is because um, it doesn't exist officially, but it is a bar bag from Tailfin. A secret bag that's getting juicy, like going at a Chinese restaurant without understanding the menu. Tell us more, Rob. Hi, uh, my name is Rob. I'm from Tailfin. I work as head of product design and brand, and I work heavily and closely with our R&D division to, um, to test and iterate new prototypes on race scenarios. Um, so Josh is running one of our production top tube bags and a full custom frame bag and he's also using one of our brand new handlebar systems uh, there's going to be three in the race uh, one used by josh one used by james hayden and i'll be using one definitely not racing but riding with one as well um so this product can't go into massive details because um yeah we're still working on it still developing it but what we've really tried to do is solve some of the issues that we've found with traditional handlebar systems so making sure it works with any handlebar size and shape, 
making sure it works with all your cables, making sure it doesn't damage your bike. And then the, the big thing as well, so we're doing two different versions, one for a mountain bike and one for a drop bar bike. But we really want you to be able to put this onto your bike and just like with our aero pack system, completely forget it's there. So whether you're riding on rough off-road terrain or on a gravel bike, you basically, we can fit this onto your bike and it's completely unnoticeable whilst you're riding, just not a distraction. Um, so we've got our own tail fin system, very tail fin in kind of looks back towards our aero pack and mechanism design. Um, it allows you to fit the bag on off your bike in seconds. Uh, you get it to be in exactly the same place every time, doesn't move, doesn't shift around, uh, doesn't damage your head tube, doesn't damage your cables. Um, it's a big volume, double-ended dry bag for the mountain bike version. The drop bar ones can be slightly different. And then it's got some really cool, interesting other features that work well. So there's like expandable storage for waterproofs. So you can just get those out and then you can put them on without necessarily having to get off your bike, which could be really important in Scotland. Also, if you stop in a shop, lots of space to just add extra bits in. And, you know, food-wise, you can quickly eat those on the go. And then also works really well with your light system and head unit and stuff. So it doesn't get in the way of that and making sure that your handlebars are still usable. Uh, really, really excited about the product and how it's going. Um, and yeah, keen to get lots of feedback from Josh and James after the race. And we'll be implementing that into the, the next design. Thanks. Thank you, Rob. Now it's getting a bit more clear. I can't wait to see the product on your website and best of luck for your race. Josh, back to you. And in there, I've got my bivy stuff. So I've got a bivy bag and a lightweight air mat. Um, and I'm just taking a silk liner this, this time. Um, I actually unpacked my sleeping bag because I saw the weather was slightly warmer. So I'm just wearing a down jacket inside my, my silk liner. And that's a proven thing that I've used before. Um, and I don't suspect I'll be sleeping that long. So I, there shouldn't be enough time to really get cold. Um, I've also got my some warmer layers. So I've got Albion have made me some custom kit, as I mentioned. Yeah, you mentioned, and it's so nice from them giving you all these custom items. Make it a good news. So I've got some waterproof shorts. Um, again, I didn't, I saw the forecast and I took the, the waterproof trousers out and I'm taking a risk, but I'm not brave enough to not take anything waterproof for my lower half. So they made me some, some shorts, which are really cool. And also um, I've got like a, Basically, they cut the sleeves off a down jacket for me. So I've got an insulated gilet. Again, it saves a bit of weight um, and keeps the pack kit, the pack list nice and light and small. And one thing I'm not skimping on, though, is my rain jacket. I've got my Albion Zoa hooded jacket. I almost put my little race cape in, and then I just realised that there's, it's pointless to do that because if the rain does set in, or even just the cold, it's good to be able to really batten down the hatches and put the hood up and keep dry, essentially. So yeah, so that is the front bag. Um, and then I've got a little top tube bag. It's one of our, um, not Albion. It's one of Tailfin's new bags, 1.5 litre one with a little flappy top on so I can get in there nice and easy. This will be a good test for it. I don't think it's gonna fly open, um, but if it survives Highland Trail, then it's definitely good. And in here, I've got my, the usual things, sunscreen because yeah, it can be sunny in Scotland. Right next to that is my mosquito head net because it's very unpleasant if they come out to try and eat you in Scotland. Um, I've got some um, antibacterial stuff, headphones, a helmet light, um, hand sanitizer, 
and some of the tools I may need quickly, like the tire plugs and my multi-tool, spare GPS and a plug socket and a GoPro because I will be trying to make some kind of film about this. Um, yes, 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 can't wait for it. Then on my bars, I've got my Wahoo. I actually had to buy a new one. Um, I thought I'd better just, uh, just to be sure. Um, so I've got the new, actually no, it's not, it's the V1 Roam because they were cheaper online. Exactly the one that I have on my bike. I love it. Seems to do the job though. Um, then I've got an exposure light. Again, I brought that in the sale. It's like a factory second one, um, but it's as good as new. So it's an exposure Max D Mark 13. So that'll see me through the whole, the whole uh, race. No dynamo. Um, basically the Highland Trail, you, there's a lot of slow trails and dynamos don't work that well going slowly. So I'm just relying on battery packs and I'm hoping to get it done in three and a half, four days. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of battery to do that. So yeah, that is my, my bicycle setup for the Highland Trail. So I'll, um, I'll be driving up to Tyndrum in the Highlands, which is where it starts tomorrow. And yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have a chat with some people. There's quite a, a list of hitters on the start line. Um, so yeah, I'll try and get some mini interviews and yeah, and then do updates throughout the race. Let's hope it's going to be better than the Atlas Mountain Race in terms of updates. I mean, it was a bit humiliating begging around, asking for some favors and comments about your race. Ciao, buddy. Ciao. You've just listened to the shorts, Joshiba Adventures from the Highland Trail 550, 2023, a production for the Broomwagon Podcast. Your host is Stefano aka Calamaro. Remember to share this episode with your friends and subscribe, like and do whatever you want on your podcast application. Thanks a lot for having listening and thanks a lot for everybody who contributed to this episode. You know whom I'm talking about, right? I'm always doing things last minute, but that's what we like. So I hope that everybody enjoyed and if you want to give us any feedback, well, the Broomwagon podcast on the Instagram or Calamaro CC and give an extra boost to Josh on his adventure on the HD 550. Josh Shibbet on the Instagram. Talk to you soon, quite soon. <laughs>